Hey, audio listener. Welcome to the AV Epics Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. Hey, everybody. It's Dan. Welcome to AV Epics, and welcome to a special one-shot run by our very own Zechariah with extra special guests joining us. It was a treat to play in this game. And I hope you enjoy it. I will be breaking it up into several episodes here. So here is part one of The Secrets of Embara. Hey, everybody. Welcome to AV Epics. We have a very special one shot we are recording today because, first and foremost, the Great Moustache is with us. What? Yeah! What? This is a very special opportunity to play with him, Zechariah. Those who watch Bomb Squad will know he plays Tiri, the mama, is going to be running the game for us. We have another special guest with us, Samuel. Hello. Sammy, my little brother, I stole from Zach. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so You also might know him from Bomb Squad in the legendary episode where Togard comes <laughs> and uh, plays a famous game with us. Yep. Togard! Yeah! Oh, there it is. Oh, oh yeah. my Togard. heart. We got a lot of good stuff here. <laughs> Uh, so we are going to be playing a one shot in open legend and, uh, Zach's got pictures and stuff. Oh, help me everybody. We're taking pictures and stuff. So check out our social media, uh, to see us being goofy. As Dan says that he pointedly looks each of us in the eye (laughs) waiting for us to pick the phones up. (laughs) Everybody take a picture of Zach. They're doing it now. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. I don't have much more to say, so I'm turning over to Zechariah. All right. <laughs> As they take pictures. <laughs> I completely distracted the party. <laughs> I want to pretend I'm taking pictures, too. Oh. There we go. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, wait, no, I'm just setting a timer. Oh, yes. All right, cool. All right. Ready? All right. The world around you is dark. There is a swaying motion, a rocking, like you're on a train car. There is a low chijunk, chijunk, chijunk. That fades off until it is calm, silent. Your inertia comes to and you kind of jostle back and forth as though something were suddenly coming to a stop. And then two doors slide out of the way with a crackle of blue electric energy that radiates down these giant coils that line the street. You can see each other sort of stepping out into the street of a barren, but once very, very active city. The city of Ambara is a steampunk fantasy city that sprawls over the the landscape, crawls up over a mountainside, has a huge gully running through it with a waterfall pouring off in the distance. You can barely hear it roaring and powering some ancient turbines. Above you, there is a whirl and a flip-flip-flip of a wind harnesser that's powering probably nothing now, storing away in some battery or some coil or capacitor. The street is lined with wreck and ruin, some old broken down wheeled vehicle with a nice blue underglow 
is just flickering in and out as though something refuses to die like the rest of the city. Something like rust dusts over the cityscape lightly, and you can see it's falling from the sky, a thin, amber, snow-like substance that swirls a little bit around the conduits on the power lines and dissipates as it comes by any of the heated elements that still crackle a little bit here and there. You can see that just behind you is a large wall that has towers peeking out intermittently and a beautiful filigree gate that leads out of the city. Up ahead, the city crawls out in three distinct layers. The lowest layer of the city, which you can almost kind of see peeking down through some dilapidated holes in the road, you're clearly above this layer, is stonework and mossy. Some steam or black soot puffs out of it from occasion. And whatever was down there is the bygone products of some forgotten built-over day that no one here at some point ever wanted to see again. The city is built on a steam-powered level of glass and amber-colored glasses and um, uh, copper and brass piping. Channeling power seems to be the predominant use of all of this metalwork. What it was powering and what it could someday power again if it was harnessed is just left up to the imagination. But built on top of the pistons, gears, and now meaningless devices that line the streets and the shop fronts are these beautiful pillars of and stone archways of glass filigreed and beautiful rising up into the sky showing a um a well built out victorian aesthetic that was designed to grow up over these baseline harnessing powered elements that line the streets Clearly, if you had really made it in this town, you wouldn't have to walk down these bay streets, the bridges, the lines that string across between the different buildings must have ferried carts at some point, or perhaps even some dirigibles, as in the distance, one of these giant glassy towers has this deflated bulk of a dirigible just slunk over it. It's gold filigree cart now swinging in the breeze alongside um, the lofty heights of a beautiful stone and glass tower. In the distance, there is a rainbow-like arch of a gear that ticks back and forth, back and forth, and engraved on it is a giant filigree sun and a moon, and they must have at one point showing people what the time of day was in their own elaborate, beautiful way. Half the gear, now below the bottom of this baseline of the city. So, you see each other. You know each other. You've been here before. But maybe it was some time ago. The whole city is here to explore. You can practically see all the people that would have been here in your thoughts and dreams and imagination. But it's just you four now. Why are we here again? Who has 
Prescience. Go ahead and roll Prescience. First roll. Oh, wow. That is a 17. It's a 29. Boobity boom. So, Walter has this vague sense that he felt like he was just absolutely crumbling away. Stepping into the city is a fresh start. You're ready to step forward. Perhaps that innate desire to defend has led you in here, but it's quiescent here. Everything is already wrecked. Everything is already ruined. There's not much to protect. I must protect my city. Mm. Whereas Derek has a slightly different set of recollections. You know that you have been sent here. You have been sent here to collect powerful energy sources that have been long forgotten. And everyone has this vague idea. This is a treasure trove of a city. It's abandoned. It's empty. It's dead in every sense of the word. But that doesn't mean it's useless. Derek definitely senses that this is the place to be to acquire great and powerful artifacts. Do I get like a sense of any direction to head initially or? Whatever suits your fancy. Dream big. So so Derek kind of uh, saunters out of uh, the, is it like a train that we were coming on basically? There is no train behind you. There okay. are the gates of the city. Okay. So yeah, Derek kind of saunters in. He's got a, a meticulously made and crafted uh, scimitar that's at his hip, but it's like literally, it's just floating there. It doesn't have a sheath and it's floating in the air next to him as he walks, right? And so he's got, uh, he's got kind of a long trench coat on that's made of leather. Um, he, he's lean. Uh, not overly muscular, but you can tell he's he's got some ability to move around and stuff. And uh, yeah, he just kind of starts to uh, he look around and uh, he then he remembers and he looks down um, at, at his gnome friend and says, "Well, we gotta see if we can find any of these power sources and see what you can do with them." Well, doggy, there's gotta be a lot of them out there. Mm. Well, I say, let's just follow Lucky. He knows where to go. Come here, little guy. I'm going to rub his head a little bit. Got to get that luck moving. Just got to get it coursing through. All right. Uh, Derek, pick him up. Point him in the right direction. Don't don't pick me up. I'm perfectly fine. Mm. I take my duster (laughs) out of your hand and put it on my shiny bald head. My little gnome ears tucked out of it. I do love that shiny bald head. Where are we going, Lucky? Oh, man. We don't choose. We're going to let Derek choose. Remember what happened last time when we let Derek choose? Yeah, well, I mean, it was a Derek takes a big breath. Uh, His image, like, flickers for a second, and as it does, you know, his body kind of flickers, like, weirdly, and at the same time, um, 
a large bovine uh, minotaur-looking creature suddenly is called forth uh, from another dimension and pulled here, and um, you see this like eight foot tall rippling muscles, which, uh, you know, you've definitely seen before because he's thrown you around. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's what, what he summons this, uh, no. hero from another uh. world as, as, uh, as it appears, it says, I am Ogmelf. And he looks around for like waiting to be commanded. And I Eddie just quick looks up. run behind Walter. And no Eddie one looks let up him touch me. <laughs> he takes a picture of it with his wrist. <laughs> I'm not getting thrown around again. No, no, no. And don't touch Nuki neither. Which is a mechanical warthog that pulls a little Nuki? cart for me. Yeah, you call Nuki. Nuki, you know. He, I mean, he's powered by nuclear radiation and kind of boiling water, and then, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you it will recall well. that didn't go well last time that you chose. So, <laughs> hmm. right. Well. If we're looking for power sources, uh, I'll be I'll be looking for some of them damn uh, some crystals there, uh, some of the Venami crystals maybe or something like that. They gotta be using those around here. This city uses lots of crystals of many different colors. Amber is the most popular one. It's about the same shade as the dust that settles in the in the uh, um, in the city itself. But there's little crystals like that powering each of the little lamps. So if you wanted to collect them. You just scavenge them off of um, any of the old um, amberic light systems. There's a whole lot of things to pick up here, boys. Mm. But we gotta start somewhere. Let's just keep moving then. Let's do some water divining. And, uh. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Ogmelf comes over to, and tries to grab you. No, 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 no. I'm by Walter. Oh, so, so I wanna do basically precognition. Determine okay. the best way. My, my question is basically, what's the best way to head? And okay. the way that I'm going to do that is by having the bull toss toss him in the air and see which way he lands pointing. <laughs> the direction the, land, the gnome lands pointing is the way to go. Yes. Because he's Lucky Luke. So, all right, go ahead. <laughs> since, uh, since the bull is assisting me, do I get uh, advantage? <laughs> Why not? Go all ahead. Right. Okay, not not a great roll uh, since it was a two on the d20. Uh, he lands backwards <laughs> towards the gate where we just came from. It's a, a total of uh, 13, which I, I think does get the first thing of precognition. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, within the next five minutes. So, yeah, if if he if we head that way, is it favorable or unfavorable? So it is favorable. It is favorable toward the um, towards the uh, more urban district. Okay. Do Do you want uh, the bull to like roll anything to throw him, or can he just do it? Um, He's got a might of six. Yeah, yeah. Go. I mean, go ahead. Walter, you might want to catch him this time. So that's eighteen. Okay. Yeah. So it is favorable to head towards the um, towards the um, urban district, towards the more um, wealthy, or rather, formerly wealthy and posh. And you get a sense that um, 
there might be something that is um, very tanky and strong there. So as you get thrown and land, I like walk over and I look at you on the ground. I'm like, yes, I think if we head this direction, it'll be uh, it'll be favorable. Though I'm sensing, I feel an awareness that there's something large. Uh, Tank-like well, in that direction. You're messing up his. <laughs> you're messing up his senses. Wait, do it again. Do it again. No, don't, okay, let's just go. You say, okay. oh, I can throw him again. You know, let's just go. Do we know what's over there? What's over there? It looks. It looks like a pretty place. <gasps> Think we'll find some nice stuff there. Let's do it. Let's do it. There you go, Luke. Let's go. Up you go. Well, at least I smell something good over there. Or maybe that's Nuki. <laughs> Still gotta fix that leak. At least it smells good. Well, you know. So, heading deeper into the city, you pass through the... Um, the more coppery, more piped, more geared sections, following roads that are ever um, more neatly tiled, following what must at one point have been sweeter winds. As the wider streets start to open up and become more encased with glass, the peaks of the towers that were this Victorian um, glassy sheen now extend all the way down to the street front. But so do, do the bars, and the metalworks to gate off many of these communities. You have to pass through different archways, different gated um, and guard-housed, um, um, like like lock-ins to these to these districts. For the most part, these are broken down. For the most part, they're accessible, but there are a few that seem that they are well guarded. There is one in particular that is a large. Um, semi-syndrilical um, building that has thick stone walls in it all the way down and barred and shut up enormous doors that are some 30 feet tall and 40 feet wide almost like some kind of an some kind of a barn to encage a beast you getting that tanky feeling from that door over there looks interesting that's pretty big. Well, why not? We're here, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, there's so many choices, but, uh, power sources, huh? All right. Yep. Anyone know what we'd need to be able to unlock that? And what kind of systems do they got, got going on over there? Ogmelf can go knock on it. And you guys would know that, like, his summons, he'll usually use them as, you know, they can be fodder, basically, right? So, because he can just summon them forth again. Really good thing they don't got good memory on. Huh? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? I think Walter will go up to the broken down fences mm-hmm. and use um, a transmutation to repair them. Okay. So, the stone begins to build itself back up from the ground. The bar, no, metal bars that gated this off straighten up and clean up. And I guess the last thing that just works itself right back into place is the locking mechanism itself. 
What you doing over there, big guy? Well, we could just start over. We could just leave and come back. And you could not do that. <laughs> but, all right. Maybe we he's can. Doing, uh, he's doing his cracking thing again. We can, we, I'm cracking everything because I could, we got to go break this down now. It's not good for you. You shouldn't be doing that. I have always doing that. You can't hear it. No, no, I'm just you. you just can't pick a bad lock. I mean, he does have a good you, point. You made it. It was a bad lock. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> you can't pick a bad lock. You can't pick a good lock. Either. If, it, if it's not a lock, it was broken and now it's fixed. <laughs> well, now we're in a conundrum here. Can I just stick my my little triangle blade in there and just rip it open? You say the name, I give it. I give it a name. You say that. I name. know you gave it a name. <laughs> I mean, you have. Oh, it's a funny name. It's, it's uh, all right, Fane. It says "Open says me dagger." Right on the no- <laughs> right there, right there, right on the end of my big barber's yeah. nose. Yeah, oh, if it's if it's into if it's into the locks on these gates. <clears throat> so his little triangle blade. Fits into the lock, and then I squeeze a trigger, and it just <laughs> springs open and essentially just splits it. So it rips mm. the lock right open. Now it's uh, a ogler, ogler. I would forget the name. You, you're gonna have him go knock on the door then. We'll just be able to go through the door. Actually, you know, you know, I would imagine anybody's here. Let's just put them through. Yeah, I'll just send Ogmelf, Ogmelf, Ogmelf. <laughs> you <laughs> named him. <laughs> He's got his own name from wherever place he came from. I, you know, I Oogly just boogly got in there. I am Ogmelf. And he goes over and pushes. We okay. all like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oogly so, do your duty. That's all, he, that's, all he, that's all he ever said. <laughs> so he goes over and pushes. Um, it's a it's a sliding door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So with some with some redirect with some redirection in there, he can start to um to pry open a hole in it. Some um, dust and um and uh, grout falls down from the tile work up above, and the the seam opens up. So you can see that there is an old glass ceiling that beams down in this place. Uh, ahead of you is some. Um, large cylinder that is covered with pipings and rods and down at the base of it you can see the semicircle of a massive metal wheel is it is it a semicircle because we can only see like the top half of it you can only see the top half of it because it is the top half of this enormous boiler for an enormous train That's a nice looking set of pipes over there. And the people, though, to scale for the, the image for our players there, um, they're no longer there. Although you can still see that there are luggage pieces and suitcase that are lined and strewn about. There is some um, amber dust covered tickets that are lying about in uh, um, on the on ramps to it. There are these massive ladders that people would go up that you like, um, like the modern day airport um, ramps that you could walk up to to reach the onboarding platforms for it. There are giant crystal chandeliers that every once in a while as they swing around will catch some light and send it dazzling through. Or maybe they just emanate that themselves. Look, boy, An see? old clock 
sits there hanging up above the top of one of the boiler plates. There is no steam that is coming out of it, but every once in a while, a puff of black smoke will eep out from one of the lower parts of the engine. The lights are dim, but they are not off. Ooh. Well, that's very promising. And you can see that the track then extends out over a trestle bridge that takes it through this part of the city so that you can't access it from the common streets. It is literally a bridge over the lower levels of the city, and there's no on-ramping to the left and to the right. Is that the power we're looking for? And Walter will point up at the chandelier. I don't know. Perhaps. How high would you say that is? 50 feet. Mm. 50 feet. Mm. Uh, Probably well, a little bit too wide. To I, I could summon in. that ancient hero that's got wings. Well, I mean, also, sure. I also got my little, he's going to grab onto his boots. He's got like these cowboy boots, but instead of spurs, they got like little gears and stuff. Ooh, Oakmouth should give you a head start. No, no, no. I, I want to enjoy this. I want to enjoy this. I'm going in. All right. I'm going to go look through that luggage right there. That, look, that, looks, that looks like pretty luggage. Excuse me. Okay. Ooh. So, um, are you getting ready to like jump up? I'm gonna, yeah, actually just walk up to it and start way. I've got climbing as a feat, so. So you can start climbing. <laughs> you can actually start climbing up the train itself. That gets you 30 feet there. So, you know, it, and then like a little bit of, of 20, maybe if you got uh, up on top of one of the uh, smokestacks themselves, it'd only be maybe 10 feet above your head. Oh, yeah. I want to get a good look at this thing. I don't know how I'm going to fit this in Nuki. <laughs> you, don't, you don't look at it. You throw it down. You just start chucking them at him. And this one, big guy, he'll he'll catch him. Okay. So you're going to pick through luggage. Yep. Um, so, yeah, um, Ed is, is going to pick through luggage. Luke's going to be inspecting the chandelier. Um, what are the other two? I can um, uh, hold the, my tower shield up above my head to catch whatever... Lucky throws down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can could, you could hold it like basket style. I was just going to turn into a tower for him to climb up, but he was too I mean, quick you for still, me. You still could. You, you could. You'd be up there eye to eye with him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. I'll, I'll yell up at Luke and be like, how can you fail with me inspiring you? And I want to bolster him for his action. Okay. So then, um, make your make your roll whatever feels appropriate to try and investigate, harness mm -hmm. what you want to do with the materials, and then um, we're gonna go over to um, to Edis. If you want to make a roll for something in particular that you would find challenging, if you're trying to like, I want to look at all of them, or I want to find the most precious thing, or whatever. Otherwise, I can tell you what's in them. Um. I want, I'm, I'm, I would like to find something if it's, whether I'm, of course, fine. um, that would add, uh, essentially an element to maybe some of my specialty darts. I'm looking for some little knickknacks or something like that, that I could, I could create maybe a special mineral, a special crystal that sure. I'd be able to turn into a specialty dart for my wrist launcher. Or just a cool necklace. I mean, I can I can make anything out of anything. You got this guy over here, big <laughs> wall tan. He make a change. 
I know you can, but this stuff is already made. You don't even have to make it. It's already there. You see, it's right there. All right. Um, go ahead and roll whatever stat you're using to investigate through. Just perception, I think. Sure. There oh. we go. Uh, oh, as you know, bad. Uh, I got a twenty-three. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm very perceptive, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as perceptive as my mouse here, Squickums. <laughs> Don't mind Squickums, but he's more perceptive than you, I wonder. Well, you would be with a name like Squickums. I try not to draw that much attention to myself. So in one of the... um. In one of the, the the suitcases, you can see it is um, a, a gentleman's case. It has a, a fancy revolver in it. There's a uh, flattened top hat not too far away, and really? there's a, a vest and a cummerbund. But there hmm. is also inside of it um, a little um, tucked away pouch okay. inside of the inside of the vest has a snuff box that has a very very exotic and pungent scent to it. Alright, alright. Curious. Punch it. <laughs> Yo, Lucky! How you doing up there? My boots keep me attached to the steam thing, so I'm like. Yep. Perpendicular, uh, parallel with the ground. Good, very good. Doing alright. I found this, uh, found this smelly stuff. Maybe have you take a look at it later. Can you do that? I suppose. Yeah, I can look at it. Give me a second. It's not your stuff again. You're just playing that trick on me like you did last time. <laughs> uh, nope. Oh, that's a good idea, though. I should probably do that this time. I'll get Squickums to join me. He was he was a good he was a good detail. Squickums only marches around the perimeter he's been placed on. Oh, I don't know if that perimeter is you. That'd be kind of funny. All right, moving on. Here we go. What does it smell like? It smells very pungent. Yep, it's it's pungent, but there's also some exotic spicing to it. Ooh. It might help to um, loosen the walls of your mind if you wanted to have a little bit more of a lucid experience. Oh, dear. <laughs> we'll just tuck that away. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for a good time. I uh, will save that for <clears throat> uh, uh, later. That's all I'm saying. So, as you, um, so what are you rolling? I was doing learning first. Learning. Okay. Because I wanted to know what I'm about to mess with, if sure. possible. And I exploded on both my die. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. 49 total. Okay. Dear so, it was, yeah. <clears throat> He so you can see that before energy came down into this um, into the chandelier, mm -hmm. it had to go through several energy dissipating coils. Whatever came in just came in full bore. And whoever put this uh, uh, chandelier up there said, we have to tone down this power source incredibly much so that we don't just... You know, completely blow every single crystal. Gnome didn't um, make this. Of it. Gnome, Gnome, Gnome didn't make this. They wouldn't, they wouldn't care. No, no. Um, <laughs> the crystals need a very refined or prescribed level of energy in order to charge up and then glow, but they will, they'll sustain for ages. But the power source that is, that is coming down to it is 
um, the full raw power that just gets plugged right into this station. You can follow that um, those cords up through different um, pipings and tubings that lead up along the top of it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of meant to be hidden behind or alongside the filigree piece that runs down the lengthwise of this whole building. But tucked in along the side of it are these huge coils. Some of them come down to these um, lights. Some of them run down to the sides to little office buildings that you can see where people would check out stuff, lounges. And then at the back of the train where the coal car would normally be right behind the engine, there are two coils that come down with these large metallic spheres and then integrated into this piece, this car right behind the engine, are the inverse of those metal spheres. And it looks like the raw power would have come down and actually charged up the engine in the mm. back here and then channeled that energy into the boiler. So you're getting a bit of how the how the engine, the locomotive, would have worked too, but that's because you're you're looking at it, you're seeing the power, you're following where that goes and where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Looking up through the glass, you can see that some of it was actually coming in from the main Tesla ring, where the old walls that used to separate the districts of the city got replaced as they marched outward with the growth of the city. Mm. One of the main cables, one of the main energy lines comes funneling right into this building. Ooh. All right, then, that's nice. What do you see, Lucky? What is up there? Oh, whatever they got power in this. One of the main lines comes right into this room, right into this place. Ooh, Douglas. So we're not in the right spot is what you're telling me. We got to keep moving. We're at the start. We're at the start. We got to follow. It comes right. You can see one of the main lines coming right up through there. But uh, a lot of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some of this. Some of this crystal because it can harness. Uh, it can hold energy. Harness it. It's going to be very useful. Mm-hmm. And so I've got saying that, I want to become really aware of my surroundings using <laughs> my aweromancy, and I want to activate true sight. Okay. So I can see if there's anything that like reveals itself. Hmm. No roll associated with it? But, well, I mean, if it's I want to, it's a boon, so. Okay, go ahead and roll it. We can scale with that. Fourteen on the D twenty. Is that yep? That's a fourteen, fifteen, twenty-two. So that would be power level six, which lets me see. I think it, it even invisible things and extraordinary side and stuff. Okay. Um, one of the things that one of the things that jumps out is the. Um, so is this gonna be? This is more like specifically things that are hidden, or is it just like detail? So true sight kind of just, just lets you. It, it's I mean, depends on how it works in different. But basically, uh, the target sees the presence of extraordinary effects such as magic, cloaking technology, and other effects that could be seen through extra visual perception. In addition, this boon grants. Good. good. That's that's what I need. Okay. Um. So for a moment, you see everyone running for the train. As though just a ghost image, as though you just you actually were able to just see um, what must have been the the last moments of these people. Yeah, you guys suddenly see Derek like dodging out of the way of yeah. things. It's it's crowd. It's it's only it's only a moment that you're able to to perceive it, uh, perceive it. But it's as though a crowd of all like a, almost a menagerie of different peoples and races 
pushing through most of which wealthy but some people in their you know the poor beggarly shifty kind that must have been able to slip through but whether the vision just fades out or whether every living soul in there just turned to ash the ghost forms just disappear and you can see how things are strewn out they all have this trajectory towards the train you're right derek did you summon that rat in your pants again? <laughs> I, I haven't summoned that creature ever again. That was not a pleasant experience. Well, you're not looking like a pleasant experience I, right now. What happened? What's just, going on with you? I mean, you know how awesome I am with my awareness of things. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. I awesome. mean, I'm, yeah, I'm awesome. the most awesome sauce of all. And I just saw like a, a past vision of of all these people running towards the train and then they just... They like disappeared or they maybe they disintegrated or 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 got turned to ash like this amber stuff. I, I don't know, but they, they were all running. And and if you look, you see all the, the luggage, see how it's all moving like towards the train. Right. You see, see the, the angle of all the luggage. It's like they were all running and then they dropped them. Oh, I don't like that. What's on Walter's mind? Um, he's definitely upset he wasn't there to be a wall for them. Aww. But that's beautiful. That's, but oh. um, he's probably um for the um, listeners. I'm rubbing his back. That was very that was very nice. He's probably curious about with Lucky wanting to follow the power system, and since that runs along the old wall where mm-hmm. I came from, I'm interested to see my stopping grounds okay so yeah that's this is you know where you had moved to second this is like your second home not quite the origin spot which is deeper in towards Mm -hmm. the citadel of the city but you can because um through some of this um actually through the old open door there you can see out where this plateau this like scraped bare section of the city has these enormous towers, caged, caged and ribbed um, 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 Tesla towers, and cables that run between one tower and the next, kind of like our power lines, but they're the, the big cagey kind. Um, so where you and your brother and tower once stood, there are now just these giant iron monoliths holding up what is left of this um, cabling system. The cabling system looks like it's relatively well intact. Some of these metal towers are are bent and warped, but the cable is still contiguous. And, of course, one big arc deviating into this building. Hmm. Can we get a quick description as Walter is like... I just think it's really beautiful looking at the dust and then out to... What's he look like? What's he look like? While well, he's staring off. I, I think because this is a, a large room, I'm probably standing at my full height, um, which, I mean, who knows what that is. But Well, hopefully you do. <laughs> Can one measure them, measure themselves? That's the question. Um, <laughs> my towering figure, um, with one side I imagine covered in the amber um, dust, is on the other side a nice white is probably one hand over his face and just shocked, shocked that all of these people died. 
Awesome. I'm the other eye that's open, looking out to see for danger. Roll perceptions. The uh, the big bull kind of saunters over to him and like gently pats him on the shoulder and says, I am Ogmuth. <laughs> and I want to give you a, a legend point for your... Yes. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Are we all rolling perception? Yes. Okay. Oh. Booty okay. oh. boom. You do have the tower guard. What'd you call like everyone? Squickums. 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 <laughs> That's a six. I see all. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 no, Walters. You Walters. have the best, like, so high up. I just can't see what... I imagine everyone else is looking for. No, you just you see because you're you're up looking out up the the upper windows of um of this enormous train station, right? You're looking out down in the street, and you can see that from up here, many it looks it looks ruined. All the stuff that's fallen down on top of things is what you're you're kind of focused on. The buildings are a little bit more intact lower down, but the the tops of things have collapsed oh. inward a lot. After that description, Eddie's going to take the snuff box and he's going to very, very carefully lower it back down to the ground. <laughs> he's going to think he's going to leave it there. That's beautiful. Which, Perceptions. Yeah. I rolled a 32. Okay. Wow. 21. I rolled a 16. I rolled for Ogmouth, but I don't know if you want Ogmouth to roll. Um, it, um, uh, this is gonna is gonna get the the vital things, but your your aware mancy will not be completely lost. Um, so you hear the wind pick up. Lucky for podcast listeners. <laughs> lucky, oh yeah, sorry, yes. No, you um, <laughs> Lucky hears. Lucky, lucky hears that the wind. That wasn't an attack. I Don't use your lucky. No, I, I real. I didn't realize why he looked at me that way, and now I realize. Yeah. I'm like he's using lucky. Like, like I didn't see like, I thought you were, 22 is a pretty good roll. Why are you lucky for that? Just throwing it out there. I don't care what happens, lucky. Here's my lucky now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you hear you hear the you hear the wind pick up in here. It's nice and it, it's nice and sheltered from it. But you hear it beating against some of the old glass rattling, and then you pick up this little bit of this whine coming through those electrical coils. As though some charge was just just running down, just inducted down some of these coils. Mm. You hear a dynamo. That's Eddie. Sorry, yes. One day we'll get this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Eddie yeah. hears a dynamo. There is the sound of surging and charging power, hums and whines. You hear some metallic pieces that are grating and scraping just a bit. And you hear a very, very distinctive sound of flapping. Okay. Energy's powering up. Something just 
of flapping. Flapping. Okay. Like giant sails, giant sheets, just rippling through the through the through the air. Do I know which direction they're coming from? North. I hope that's relevant, but it's towards the back of the train. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) The sun's not out right now. Which way's north? Um, Okay, I'm gonna hear the noise, and I'm instantly gonna become invisible. Okay. Just vroom, out. Gone. Gone. I'm on high alert. So where you, where do you want to hide? <clears throat> um, behind Walter. <laughs> Invisible. <laughs> He's a giant tower. Like currently in my tower form, you know. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Walt, Walter stands stoic in his tower form. Grieving loss. But I would imagine but, with, with that, like, there's a... I'm gonna. There's the whispers of now. Can I can I hear the fabric? Is it, it or the the flapping? Is it coming towards us? Mm-hmm. Okay. It is distinctly getting louder. So in that hiding, I want to be able to. They obviously saw me go, mm-hmm. right? And then so hopefully that is. I don't a think Lucky of, did. You don't mm-hmm. think Lucky I, did? I'm looking up and I notice the energy spike. Is there? So, but a, Derek would have. Okay. Um, be able to. I want to. I don't know. In in my stealth, in my quiet, I want to be able to to warn them somehow. Or well, I was about to. Say, I was, so Derek's like, "Where did he go?" Uh oh. Is I there mean, trouble coming? But you know, because you are aware and can yeah. see a thing. Oh, that you actually, can't I guess see. I still have true sight up too, so yeah. that might make it. Yeah, you'd be able to see me. <laughs> yeah, and you don't even see that he's disappeared, so you don't know. <laughs> but but because he's still there. <laughs> Yeah, I go. I go to tap. I I go to tap Lucky Luke on the shoulder, but I'm going at my shoulder height, so I just go right (laughs) over his head. I'm like, so then I tap him on the shoulder. Eddie just vanished. Oh, that means something's wrong. What's wrong? There was an energy spike just went through the system. Oh, it's not just a spike. It's building. Um, it's building up. It's building. You know, with with my professional background, you know, in in. You, things history you know the lore yeah you know the lore something something with a very large power source must be running along the lines inducing inducing some kind of a power surge and like would i think that might be like danger sign or yeah, it, could it could be that there is a one of the giant dirigibles might have the level of power to actually do this. Okay. Some of them didn't have um, giant wingspans as well that could be sails and propelling them through. So I'm gonna like kind of grab at the the air in front of me like I'm trying to part it and I'm gonna say, Ark, with the middle name of Ear and last name of O, I call <laughs> you forward. Oh and uh, this bird creature, <laughs> Oh my word! <laughs> I love you, Austin. <laughs> For the podcast listeners, uh, Austin is rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this this bird, um, good, good old the bull. He kind of vanishes, um, and you see once again. Derek seems to like flicker a little bit as um, evaporate and not evaporating. What's the opposite of evapor- condensing? Condensing out out of the void. Uh, this this large bird uh, bird. Humanoid bird creature comes out. Um, 
and says, I am Arkiro. And, <laughs> and, and so uh, I point up and I send Arkiro flying up and I'm going to use a scene to see through Arkiro's eyes. Okay. I want to have, um, you know, the, the legendary hero from another realm uh, start to scope out what, what might be coming. Sammy's dying. <laughs> um, and before we get the 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 intel from that, I just need to know what is um, Lucky Luke doing. He he, he ain't gonna leave no crystal alone. He's like, watch air catch, catch quick, and he's gonna try and take a couple. Okay, okay. So you can um, you can you can start pocketing the the crystals, and as you throw them in your bag, and you see them clink. There are some sparks of light that shoot out from them as they're jostled around in there. Okay. So the energy is not entirely gone. Excellent. And then, um, arc, ear, o. Um, <laughs> as, as you go to the, the, the top of the, um, of the building through the, the, um, amber dust covered glass, you could even push out if you, if you wanted. There is a there. There is a um, a large dragonous form that is approaching over the northern horizon. But there is a whir and a tick and an electrical charge radiating along the coils. Um, that it is that is flying over, swooping over those giant, um, those giant Tesla coils that arc around through the building. So it's flying on its own. It's not it's, attached to. It's the flying cables. on its own. Okay. As it comes, you can see that it is glinted over with not just the shining red draconic scales, but also with metal, as gold, silver, copper, cool, cool. brass. And little glints of color, there's flashes of blue, flashes of green, flashes of amber coming from it. And it's getting pretty big in the window. Hey, Luke, you want the lucky news or the unlucky news? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, lucky, I think we found a really good power source. Good. Unlucky, it's a giant mechanical dragon uh, that's flying right at us. Adam. Mm. All right. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> this is the end of part one of The Secrets of Embara. Thank you for listening. This has been another fantastical episode of the AV Epics Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast podcast description for the music and ambience that we use and thank you so very much for joining the adventure and we will see you next time